You're listening to Small Business Made Simple, a podcast for small business owners and entrepreneurs. Most of our interviews aren't with professional speakers and authors. The bulk of our interviews are with hardworking business owners that are out in the community building their businesses, leading their teams, and leaving a legacy. And they want to share what they've learned with you. My name is Sam Moss. I'm the owner of One Click Agency, a website design company for small businesses, and I'm also one of the co-hosts of this show. Our goal today is to help you stand out to your customers, beat your competition, and grow your business. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Susan, thank you so much for joining me on Small Business Made Simple. It is really good to have you here today. It is good to be here. Good to meet you too, Sam. So why don't you start out by just sharing what you do at Group to Team Leadership Solutions and Mm -hmm. uh, a little bit of your background. Well, I'm a small business, so I think the answer to that question is everything. (laughs) Um, So not only am I the creator, not only am I the the strategic planner, not only am I the the individual who executes, um, and I think that's probably what happens with small businesses. You end up doing a little bit of everything, but uh, I am the co-founder of... uh, of Group to Team Leadership Solutions. It is a global training and consulting organization. My business partner, his name is Freeman Michaels. He lives in Los Angeles. And uh, we travel around and also do a lot of work now online, obviously because of the pandemic, uh, really helping organizations remind and reignite the individual back into the fact that they're the ones who generate team. You know, so many times employees become passive and they wait for their managers to do it. Mm-hmm. And, and, and employees are dissatisfied or not happy with their jobs. And we go in and remind people that, wait a minute, you're the generator of team. Yeah. You're the creator of team. You're the, you're the creator of your own reality. And so we just really are enrolling organizations to generate team at the level of the individual. Mm-hmm. So why don't you start with that? So how do we generate more team in our business? Right. Well, I, you know, one of the things that I like to say is that it's not just within business. It's when it, it's in, it's within life. Mm-hmm. You know, why, what is team? Um, you can't see me right now, but one of the things that we do is we kind of rub our fingers together and we say, well, what is this? And everybody's like money, right? But the currency of team is actually energy, right? Businesses are designed to make money, but really money is nothing more than energy. And so when we kind of think about, well, what is team? Team is energy, and so we, we need to ignite and create more energy in our experiences. And a lot of times we can walk into conversations and those conversations or those meetings are left feeling flat and there's less energy in the room than before we got there. And so we really work with individuals to use energy as an indicator with respects to if the energy is down, then that's an indicator that maybe we're stuck in group. But if the energy's up, then maybe we're generating the experience of team. Mm-hmm. So how do we change that mindset? Is that where it starts is in in the mindset of it from, you know, obviously it's in the name of your business from group to team. Is that where it starts? Absolutely. I mean, I think most every, everything starts from the individual's mindset and, and what we do is in our our first level training and we do this online as well as in person is we go in and we want to give the individual employee the dignity of their choice back. Because a lot of employees have kind of given away their, their power and not even really realized it. So it's that sense of, wait a minute, you're the chooser, you're the creator, you're the generator of team. And when we can kind of take that back, then we can kind of start asking ourselves some questions. Am I being group? And group isn't negative, Sam. Group is actually really normal. Mm-hmm. 
And so I, I spend a lot of my day in group. You spend a lot of your day in group. And group is just kind of organizing around self-interest. And that's not negative. It's normal. But there's times in your life and times in your day and times in your relationship where you need to organize around a common cause and generate a little bit more energy. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think I don't think there's a single person that wakes up in the morning and goes, oh, my God, I want more group in my life. (laughs) But I think there's a whole lot of people who are like, you know, I really wish I had more team. Mm -hmm. I wish I had more team with my business partner. I wish I had more team with my my spouse or my partner. I wish I had more team with my kids. I wish I had more team with my employees. Mm -hmm. And so I don't think that we want more group. We got that covered. Yeah. But what we want, what I think humanity desires more of, what individuals want more of is more of the energy of team. Mm -hmm. So how would you say we should create that energy? What are some steps that we should take, whether it's in our life, our business, even our, our friendships, really? Mm-hmm. Well, and one of the, one of the things that we, we really kind of invite people to do is to ask themselves, am I being group or am I being team? So it's taking personal ownership for how you're showing up because a lot of times we kind of cross our arms and we watch everybody in front of us and we judge how they're being right because if they would be different then all of a sudden my reality would be different Mm -hmm. but we all know intellectually spiritually physically that that doesn't work Mm -hmm. and so i have to really take ownership of my own energy and my own thinking so that i can start really kind of showing up in a way that's going to inspire and enroll first myself and then others into the vision that I want. And I'm going to give you a really tangible example of how I do that within my organization with the individuals that I coach. And I also do it with my children who are eight and 10. So it doesn't matter. You know, it, this, this works with, with every human being because it's innate to what we want. We develop in, in our coaching sessions uh, what we call an anchoring statement. So I have three words that describe me. And I'll share those with you. And these, this anchor is really reminding me who I want to be. So I'm going to introduce myself to you and your audience now through my anchor. So Sam and everybody out there listening, my name is Susan and I am a loving, powerful, committed woman. Right? So these three words remind me who I'm up to being. Now, am I always loving, powerful, and committed? No, sometimes I'm petty and small and I can be angry. (laughs) So let's be honest, right? This isn't about perfection. This is about reminding ourselves of who we're up to being. Mm -hmm. And so we create these these reminders for everyone in your organization and everyone in your family. My eight-year-old and my 10-year-old have an anchoring statement. And so my daughter, she's so sweet. She said, mommy, I am a fun, loving, hungry girl. <laughs> and I said, yes, you are, you know, and, and, and she knows who she is and who she's up to being. And so when we have some difficulty in the energy of our home, I don't go after her telling her to, you know, that you're being mean and that you're not being nice and that you need to pick up your game. I yeah. say, you know what, Sloan, you know who you are? You're a fun, loving, hungry girl. And does this feel very fun right now? Mm-hmm. So you start reminding and speaking to people through the energy of what you want to enroll them into Mm -hmm. rather than pointing at and picking at them for who they're not being. So how do you uh, help a team member, whether it's an employee, someone in your family, identify those, what did you say, their characteristics? There are three qualities of who you're up to being. What do you want to think? What do you want to feel? You know, what's amazing is that if I asked anybody about you, Sam, hey, what are three words to describe Sam? they would come up with three words. Mm -hmm. Those three words already exist. 
And unfortunately for some of us, some of those words might not be very favorable. (laughs) (laughs) So, so what we want to do is we want to help guide ourselves and others and remind ourselves and remind others who we're up to being. Mm -hmm. This is really powerful within organizations because we actually go in and we will have entire teams define who they're up to being and share this with one another. And then they use those, those anchoring statements at the very beginning of their meetings. Mm-hmm. Your meetings are your organization's best team building I like tool. that. That's a really good idea. Right. So at the beginning of the meeting, I have to own, I'm a loving, powerful, committed woman. And the mm-hmm. team comes back. Yes, you are. And when everybody else shows up, this is who I'm up to being. It makes it very difficult for that person to come out and be slimy and backstabby and petty. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so all of a sudden you're changing the energy of your meetings at the beginning of your meeting. Mm-hmm. You're just getting more intentional. That goes right into what I was just about to ask is what are some other ways that we can apply um, these things to our business? So whether it, I really like the meeting idea, um, mm-hmm. maybe when it comes to teamwork, what are some other ways that we can really instill that instead of, you know, the mindset of group moving yeah. to the mindset of team? How would you well, that. and I love what you're saying because the entire, the entire crux of group to team is about identifying that group is just living in your pattern. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I spend a lot of day in pattern behavior and pattern thinking in pattern communication. My patterns come out dominantly in my communication. This is how I've always communicated. This mm-hmm. is how I've always talked. And so we go in and we really support you in, in creating practices related to your thinking, related to your listening, related to your speaking, so that you're actually speaking and practicing team in the way that you think, speak, and act, right? So at the beginning of your meetings, one of the things we invite you to do is to do the check-in. And the first part of that check-in, the practice of the check-in, is that everyone says they're anchor. Mm -hmm. And then the next is why this meeting matters. So you're getting people vested. How many of you have ever been in a, how many of you, have you ever been in a meeting where you're like, this meeting does not matter to me? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's yep. like, so why are you in that meeting? Yeah. So, so everyone's coming in practicing why they're at stake. And if this meeting doesn't matter, then that's an indicator that you shouldn't be wasting your time, energy, and life in that meeting. Mm-hmm. Right. So if this meeting isn't important to you, don't be in this meeting. So it creates that space. Um, and then the last part of that practice of the check-in in the meeting in order to kind of create some team uh, is to just report if there's anything that you need to be fully present. So have you ever been in a meeting and you had kind of a looming phone call because maybe your child was sick? You know, yeah. And so your kid is sick in the background yeah. or something's going on. Your dad is You're sick. not there. You're, You're not yeah. there. And mm-hmm. so by creating a very human practice of letting people to get present in the meeting will actually allow you to use your meetings as a team building activity. Most of our meetings right now are patterns. The definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over, over getting <laughs> a different result. And we do that with our meetings. So in order to create team, we have to break out of the insanity of the pattern and really step into boldly the intention of the practice. Mm-hmm. And then so all for, of a sudden, the energy shifts. So for a, a small business owner and entrepreneur listening to this, what would you say to them as incentive? Like, look, this is what I've seen happen in other businesses, in other corporations, organizations. It might sound like, oh, why would we do that at the beginning of the meeting? But why would you explain to them the benefits and why you found that just really turns your, the, the group, the team right around? Because the number one reason people quit their jobs is because of the relationship they have yeah. with their direct manager. Mm-hmm. Full stop. Retention and recruitment. It costs money. I love it. 
It costs money. Let me say it again, people. It costs money. <laughs> cold, car, you know, cold, hard, kiss ash to replace employees. And employees aren't quitting because of money. They're quitting because there is a lack of energy between the manager and employee. Mm -hmm. So if you're a small business owner, it would behoove you, especially if you have good people, to find a way to plug into and regenerate and create and co-create some of that energy. And doing some of these very simple practices of the anchoring statement, of the check-in, of asking yourself, am I being group? Am I being team? These practices elevate energy. And that is priceless mm -hmm. to a small business owner. Here at OneClick, we know that at the end of the day, you just want to be a successful business owner. And in order to do that, you need a website that looks amazing and gets results. The problem is you don't know where to start when it comes to building a website, which makes you feel overwhelmed every time you try to begin the process on your own. We believe you should never feel overwhelmed about building a website. We understand what it feels like not knowing where to start, which is why we can handle the work for you. Here's how it works. Step one, visit oneclickagency.com to get a quote. Step two, let us build you a professional website. And step three, your business will stand out online without you lifting a finger. Visit oneclickagency.com today so you can stop feeling overwhelmed about your website and instead get a professional to build one that stands out from your competition and gets you results. So what are some ways that you've seen um, businesses try to create that teamwork and you knew from the start and maybe this is a misconception that businesses are doing all the time that they think yeah. it's this teamwork building and it's going to build the culture and it just and it's not. doesn't. <laughs> you have any, right, see. You've seen That's that? A great, that is such a great question because I would say one of the biggest hangups that I see is that people think that saying team makes it so. <laughs> no. You know, so we go from like, we're going to be the customer cat, service but... team. We're yeah. going to be the, this team. And so if I'm a manager and I come in and I just kind of dictate or designate team, that doesn't generate team. Mm -hmm. In fact, that actually creates a wedge. And so the invitation, and then I'll say this is one of the ways that group to team is very different, is that we do not believe that team, and let me just really hear this because this is going to kind of fly in the face of some individuals here, like what we think about team, is that team is not a destination. Mm -hmm. Like you never become a team. Okay, just set that sink in for a moment. Like, hmm, really, what? Yeah. It's not a destination and it is not a designation. Mm -hmm. Like I cannot call us the customer service team. Team is inherently an experience. Mm -hmm. It's an experience that we get to keep creating and co-creating and then co-create again and then generate again. So the desire is to not think we have to be a team and then we're done. Mm -hmm. It's that, wait, we have to keep creating and generating and enrolling each other into the experience of team over and over and over and over and yeah. over again. <laughs> right? So if there's one thing that you can say to business owners to kind of wrap this up, where it's like, if you can start doing this today, whether it's business owners, entrepreneurs, whether they apply in their company, their organization, their family, like you said, what would that be? Well, we have an activity because one of the words that comes up is um, respect. Because everyone talks about, well, I can't be on a team if people don't respect. And when we break down and we really define respect, well, what does respect really mean? Because that, that word re related to team is a very big word. Mm -hmm. And we've kind of come up with that there's three levels of respect. And the first two levels keep you in group. 
But the third level is the level required in order to generate the experience of team. And a lot of times people miss that mark. So I'm going to quickly go through those with you. Go for it. The first two levels is the first level is tolerance. That is a form of respect. I, I respect you enough to just tolerate our differences. That's how our whole society is hinged. I've never looked at it like, yeah, that's thank interesting. Thank God there's tolerance. Like, thank God that there's that level of respect, but it doesn't really feel good to be tolerated. But it keeps people from being savages, right? Yeah. <laughs> so thank God that level of respect exists, but that's not the level of respect required to generate team. Mm -hmm. So the next level, and this is where a lot of us get trapped, is civility. And so people S and N and smile and nod and they say the right thing and they do the right thing and they play good manners, but that is not the level of respect required to generate team. Now I really like civility. It feels good to be in a room with people who are being civil with one another and thoughtful of one another, but it is not the, the level of respect required to generate team. And that's where a lot of organizations are stuck. We've got departments, you know, tolerating other departments, employees tolerating other employees. We've got employees just S and N smiling and nodding, but mm -hmm. like really just waiting to get out of the room. Get out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And so the, the last level, the level of respect required to generate team. And I would ask small business owners to really kind of think about this, not as if other people are doing this to them, but are you really extending this to the people around you? Mm -hmm. And that level of respect is high regard that I can disagree with you, but I can still hold you in high regard. And I can hold our relationship in high regard, mm -hmm. right? And so when you're not present, I'm holding you in high regard. But the fascinating thing about this, Sam, is I have to hold myself in high regard before I can hold anyone else in high regard. That's true, yeah. And this is the tripping cord for a lot of people, mm -hmm. right? Um, because I say the meanest things to myself. <laughs> A lot of people do. <laughs> right? And a lot yeah. of business owners who are very critical oh, yeah. do. Mm -hmm. And so I would say this is important work with respect to getting to the place where I can hold myself in high regard as I hold you in high regard. Mm -hmm. And so the level of respect required in order to generate team is high regard. Mm -hmm. And we so, talk about that and we have some activities around that. And I would say in small businesses and big businesses and in families, if you can get to that level of respect, then all of a sudden anything's possible. I love it. That's awesome. Well, Susan, thank you so much for joining me on Small Business Made Simple. This has been a lot of fun. A lot of stuff yeah. that I can apply. I mean, even if we don't have a team under us yet, this is really good stuff to apply to us personally, even when, you know, even in family, you know what I mean? Full stop. Full stop. And, I, and I say this, small business owners probably need group to team just as much, if not more, for their families. Yeah. Because when your personal life is working, it makes it easier for your professional life to work. Mm -hmm. And so my work with group to team leadership solutions extends within organizations, Fortune, Fortune 100 companies, small businesses, and within families. Mm -hmm. We do a lot of couples coaching and we work with families in order to transition so that they can be a group to team family. Where can we find out more about your business online and even yourself? Yeah, if you go to group, G-R-O-U-P, two, T-O, team, T-E-A-M, groupto-team.com, you can find out information about both my business partner, Freeman, and I, Susan Leahy, and we would love to connect with you. And we do a lot of virtual retreats um, now because of this current environment. So if you're looking for a way to keep your team connected online, consider do some, some group to team virtual training. Susan, thank you so much. It's been a joy to have you on the show. Thank you. Have a good one, Sam.
I hope you enjoyed this episode of Small Business Made Simple. If you learned something insightful, actionable, or useful that you're excited to implement in your business, please leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast. Not only are you helping other future listeners find the show, you're giving them an opportunity to learn something valuable they can implement as well. Thanks as always for listening to the Small Business Made Simple podcast, where we believe in providing you with the tools you need to stand out to your customers, beat your competition, and grow your business.